for. One day this brand is going to get so big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. Don't hope. Yeah. What is hope? What is hope? Yeah, what is that? that? No, that's a serious question. Really? Yeah, what is hope? What is faith? I thought faith is the opposite of hope. Really? I, I, I feel like hope is you're not sure. Like, oh, I... I hope I get better. Oh no, I don't I view hope, hope like better. that. No, not at all. I can see why, I can see why you would say that, but you have to have hope in things. Like you have to have hope in life. Like you have to, hope is like you looking forward to, to me. That's the way I view it. I thought that would be faith. That's faith too. That's why I asked you what faith is. It's, it's, it all lines up together. So hope to and me. faith is the same? Yeah, and then you got to work in the middle so they can come together because first faith without works is dead. So you could hope for something, but you have to do your part. And I believe God will do his. Okay. So I, that's, I mean, but that was, I can see how you view it that way though. Oh, but the moment that I started to do the assignment that God gave me, the bags took off. I struggled. What's, what's your definition of took off? People started to connect with them more. I could tell the story different on IG. I was connected to the bag. Because now it was you that's doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. You ready? I'm ready. You did an interview before? I have. You have? Mm -hmm. I don't like them. You don't like them? Why? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a, I don't like to talk. You don't like to talk. Mm -mm. So why'd you agree to do this? Because I have done them. I'm, I'm good. I can do them. I just, I don't, so why, I'm more behind the... Why would you do something you don't like to do? Because you have to. You have to get your brand out there. You have to, you have to be able to talk about it. Why not hire someone to do that for you? Because who's going to explain the brand better than me? <laughs> I'm the owner. <laughs> that <laughs> makes gonna, sense. You know, who's going to do it? That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Our Change Podcast where we interview entrepreneurs. And as you guys know, you never think the same, you never work the same, you never move the same. Because after this hour, your life will never be the same. Um, because the information we provide will change your life. And today is no different. And we have Miss Tiffany here today, the owner of... And I, I've been trying to find the right way to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let you do it. It's home knows. Home knows. Yeah, so think like loom, like fruit of the loom. Fruit of the loom. So home. Home. And then knows. Knows. Home yes. knows. Mm -hmm. Home knows. Okay. Yeah. Which is this brand right here. Yes. Before we get into that, let me ask you a question. If you was to get invited to like a networking event, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you're in the room and you have a chance to speak and you're walking up on stage, they hand you the microphone. How do you introduce yourself and your business and tell people what it is that you do? What would you say? I would say my name is Tiffany Walton. I am the creator owner of Homnos, which is a, it is a luxury brand. I know you, you said that earlier. It is a luxury brand. And we create statement pieces to remind people to live their worship out loud. That's what St I would say. Statement pieces? Yes. To what? To remind people to live their worship out loud. They'll worship out loud. Yes. That is so profound. Mm -hmm. how, did you, how did you come up with that? Well. What's the story behind that? The story behind that. Well, I am naturally, I'm a worship leader. Um, I was a worshiper leader in the church for a very long time. And I kind of put myself in this box. Like all I could do is just 
sing and give my gifts in church. Like that's all I had time to do. I didn't have time to do anything else, but God just put all these things on the inside of me. And I was like, no, I'm about to bust the box open. Like my gifts are not just made for this wall of the church. It's for everywhere. I am the church. So that's basically how it became. Like you don't have to just be in church or do what people are expecting you to do. Right. If God placed something on your heart, then you should do it no matter where you are. So you mentioned that um, singing, you gonna sing for us Mm-mm. today? <laughs> I just told you, I just got my voice back now. <laughs> Maybe next time. Okay. We're not ready yet. <laughs> no, I got you, I got you, I got you. So um, when did you start this brand? Uh, in the pandemic. During the pandemic, I started, who knows? Yeah, what was that? Is that 2021 or is that 2020? I don't remember when it started. I don't remember. It. I believe it was 2020. How, how, how do you not remember when you start your brand? I know, because we were like all in the house. <laughs> I just remember. You want to know why? Because time just goes so fast right. and you're working and you're building. Um, it's been three years, so it had to be 21. Got you. Yeah. No, 2020. 20. Yeah, 20. 2020. Got you. I literally smacked dead. Um, we launched August, August 5th, which was my birthday. August 5th, 2020 is when we launched. That's when you launched. Mm-hmm. What was the process like before launching? Well, um, how did you even, you know what? How did you even come up with this idea? Why, why bags? Why not apparel like t-shirts? Well, see, I've, I've grown to the bags. The mm. bags was, it, this was not my first. Thing on the website. My first item on the website was a children's book. I wrote a children's book. And then it went to t-shirts. A children's book about what? Uh, it's called ABCs to Worship. So, ABCs to Worship. Mm-hmm. So it's basically giving, going through A, A through Z, and it's giving kids words um, describing praise and worship to God. So that was the first product on, I like to call it resource. It was the first resource on the website. And the brand just grew over time. I love fashion. Um, I have jewelry. We have jewelry now. So it's it's just grown into the bags are the most popular thing that's on there. But we have other things. That's good. Yeah. I want to ask this question because you said that you have been in church for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is your faith and belief predicated on is it predicated on what you see your parents do because that's how you was raised or was it predicated on I have my own relationship I found Jesus myself because I I came to find a lot of people they only do this thing because that's Mm -hmm. how they was raised Mm -hmm. what's what's your story with that I'll say um, it's both but then it switched so you know as you're growing you're doing things that your parents have taught you to do or display in front of you or introduce you to. Right. But then there comes a point in your life where you seek your own relationship and it begins to evolve and you see things differently and you experience them differently. So here at this age of 41, it's definitely based off my complete relationship with God. 
I've had to shed some things, some thoughts, some, you know, we all, <laughs> look, we all heard our parents and our grandparents, you know, I'll give you one example. They'd be like, don't question God. What? Well, how are we supposed to, God, I have a question. Right. I need to ask you, like, please tell me, why am I going through this? Show me the lesson. Show me what I'm supposed to know. So that's just one premise. So, you know, you shared some things that you were brought up in, mm -hmm. but you gain your relationship and it just, it becomes a beautiful thing because you, no one can tell you that path that you're walking. Mm -hmm. Only you can experience it. So I've shared, I'm glad that I was introduced to it, but now that I have my own relationship, it's so much more beautiful. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You had said that it comes a point in your life where you have to, what did you say? It comes a point in your life where you have to basically develop that relationship yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember at what point that was for you? I do. I was in my 20s. I was in my 20s. I was about 25. And it took some time because when you're taught something or when you, even when you're going to a certain church, you know, you are under this leadership and you take on certain practices or certain things and it's just like, well, now I need to know him for myself. What is he saying to me? You know, you just can't follow people. Right. Yes, people are placed in your life to pour into you, but you also have to fact check. You also have to say, hey God, is that for me or is that not for me? So I'll say in my 20s, but it, as you walk the journey, it was gets- there, Was there a specific moment do you remember like the specific moment when you was like, okay, I, I, that's I, what I want to know. Yeah, I believe I was just a little, between 25 and 30, you're like, I got to get my life together. Like, what's the, like, <laughs> I can't keep doing the same things and you're maturing. Right. And it's like, okay, what can I do different? You know, it's some things going on in my family I don't agree with. It's a little dysfunction, but I want peace. So how do I get to that peace? How do I get to the life that God is calling me to do? So it's like, it's defining. It's like either I can do the same thing or I can break this generational curse. I'm a breaker. So I'm going to move forward. I'm going to do what I'm a breaker. I like that. I'm a breaker. So we, I decided to take that route. Is it easy? No. Is it hard? Like, it's, you kind of, it's almost like isol you isolate because you, even from your family, it's like, okay, I don't want to do what y'all doing. I don't want to do that. That's not what, you know. So, yeah, I would say that was, that's, that's when that defining moment was. Like, I know I want to do something different. I know I want to break generational curses. So, yeah. And how has that journey been for you? Hard. Very hard. It's been, it can get lonely. Um, but I'm on the other side of it now. You know, God has placed some beautiful people in my life. Um, whether they're blood family or, you know, not, they're still family. So um, it's just hard walking away from things that you've known all your life and you be the, um, the one percenter of your family and say, no, I'm going to do it this way. Right. Y'all think it should be done like that. Everybody's doing it that way, but God is telling me to do it this way. Does that, and I'm sorry to... For dig, this is a business no, podcast, but no, I'm sorry fun. I'm digging so much into your beliefs. No, I'm no. Christian too, by the way, okay. but I just want to hear your story. I want to <laughs> hear your beliefs. I want to mm -hmm. hear your point of view. Mm -hmm. You said break away from the family. How they did things. Did that cost any 
stifle in the family when they see you started to like maybe separate yourself or um I don't know because I had to put blinders on and the thing about it is but you still could see when relationship change or stuff changed. oh yeah things change you have to leave some people behind even if it's your family everybody can't go where you're going and I knew um I wanted peace I wanted prosperity. I wanted my son to experience, you know, something different than what I grew up in and not chaos and dysfunction. Right. So um, maybe, maybe, but I just wasn't focused on it. I was focused on the bigger picture. I was. Yeah. Well, let's get back to business. Because I'm going to sit here and keep digging and digging and digging. No, it's it's fine. (laughs) The thing about who knows and all the sayings that we have it literally stems from the things that God has delivered me from or experiences and all of those type of things. So it, it all ties in together. Got you. Mm-hmm. So going back to home notes, where did the name come from? So, um, again, I am a worshiper uh, naturally by heart. I love to sing to God and all of the things. So home notes is a Greek term and it means song of praise to God. Hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. A Greek term. Mm-hmm. Is that word in the Bible? Um, I haven't found it in the Bible. And the reason I'm asking is because I, I've been on this journey of reading my Bible lately, right? Mm-hmm. Every day. And they would like put a word in parentheses and be like, mm. this word it stems from a, a Latin word uh-huh. or a Hebrew word or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked. I, I did wondering. not find it in the Bible, nor I, I've just I did a lot of research because I was like, what am I gonna like? What what is it? I wanted something that was gonna stand out, but it was the root of what the brand was about, which is worship, praise, all of that. Um, so I haven't found it in the Bible, and now I'm gonna go look because <laughs> you got me curious. I would assume that it is, but right, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it with my own two eyes. Got you, got mm-hmm. you, got you. So you started off with. Uh, children's book mm-hmm. um where did i where did that idea come from um when i was pregnant with my son i wanted to i wish you brought one what is all good We're here now. <laughs> okay um when i was pregnant with my son i would just i would sing to him all the time when he was in my belly and i was just like okay how can i make this love for god how can i get him to understand how can i meet him on his level Um, to begin to pour into him, like, how he can understand, like, what praise and what worship is. Um, And that's how it came about. It's just, you know, we have a plethora of books from A to Z. They they have some about tennis shoes. They, you know, all kind of ABC books. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do one about worship. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So now we have... uh, I'm, I'm I'm so like this 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 bag is so elegant, and when I see you know what before we move further, I have to give a shout out to Feet. Yes. Because without her we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm, that's um, right. And actually, I need to give a shout out to uh, uh, CK Wall Designs because I was out there mounting a TV on the wall, and she was. Doing the design, wall design on our wall, we start talking, mm-hmm. and I told her I have a podcast, and she sent me, she referred me to Feet. Mm. I interviewed Felicia, mm-hmm. and now 
she told me about you yeah. and now I'm here. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy how one connection leads to the next mm-hmm. and to the next and to the next. Mm-hmm. And I know after this, you're going to refer me to another entrepreneur yes. that I could uh-huh. sit down with. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But yeah, I just, I just need to give my respects where, where, where <laughs> I had to. Yeah. So, um, with, with, with the bags, right? Uh, is this something that you just, do you like go in stores and buy bags and then come and design it yourself? Like oh, how, oh no. how does this process work? Oh no. Um, well, I have vendors. Um, I seek quality, genuine leather bags um, and I paint on them. So the bag will come to me. It's my canvas right. and we paint on them. I come up with the designs or the sayings and there it is. But I do. I have certain vendors that I use, um, and they're shipped to me, and then I create. How do you know? Because you said you see quality mm-hmm. leather bags. How do you know if it's quality? Like, what do you look for? Well, the stitching. Um, you also have to wear it. You have to see how you know how it moves, how it bends, how it you know because you can only use a certain type of paint on the bag, so it, it's just, it's a test. It's, it's, it's really just a test. You really don't know what you're purchasing. I'm waiting for the day that I can go and visit these manufacturers, but I'm not there yet. So you order, um, it's what you call a sample, and you check the bag out and you see how it is, and I've been blessed to come across some good vendors and make some great decisions. <laughs> is, that, is that a tedious process? It was in the beginning, yes, um, but I am, um, you know, they have some websites where they call it fast fashion. I'm more like the Gap. They sell the same thing over and over every right. season, right? So uh, that's pretty much what I am. Like the colors will come back, like our fall colors are coming back, but it's the same bag. Same everything, bag. everything is in row, it's in rotation. I don't do fast fashion, so it's, it's. It's a little different because I'm not always seeking. I'm not always seeking for um, a new product. It's more so the sayings might change. Got you. But it's on the same same bag, but same bag. a new saying. Yeah. So Got like you. now we have um, our next drop is called "Not Your Average Mom." So it's did the that sa- drop already? No, that drops Monday. Gotcha. That's Monday, October 23rd. Because so, I've seen it on your page. Yeah. So it's the, it's the same bag, but I just paint a different saying on it. So, so from a marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. do you, I guess you have to wear it, show it, photos, all that stuff before you drop it? Yes. And we genuinely start a 30 days in advance. Why 30 uh, just to get, get put it on people's mind. And I also show my process. I show me painting the bags. Um, I show the different colors of the bags. I give them the meaning behind the bag. It just gives me time to paint the story behind what we're dropping. Got you. Mm-hmm. Another question I want to ask is, how do you know to put, well, what's your process like in choosing what color paint to put on what color bag? Well, that's just fashion. That's just fashion. Yeah, that's okay. that's just that's just fashion. I do color swatches. I, um, what I like to see, maybe what's in season, what colors are, 
you know, popping. But we're more so um, like red is never going to go out, you know, blue and red. <laughs> like it's, it's just going to be there or right. black or um, brown, like cognac brown or something like that. So it's just a swatch. And then it's also people can go on the site and they can create their own color palette. Really? Mm -hmm. You can create your own. So let's just say, you know, I don't like the blue. I just want it in white. I'll do it in white. Hmm. And that's yeah. like a custom order. Yeah. It's, well, everything is custom. Everything is custom. Everything is custom because once you purchase, that's when I start painting. Mm. So no bag is the same. Um, and again, if you want to choose your own color palette, we can do that too. Now, let me ask you this. With, with, with doing that, because I don't know how big your brand is right now, mm -hmm. but from what I see, I think it's going to go far. Mm-hmm. And what you saying that once you place the order, that's when you paint. How is that going to look like when 50 people order at one time? Mm -hmm. When you have so much orders coming in back to back to back to back to back. How, how, was that, how is that going to work? Because well, we it seemed like, like if you have 50 bags to do mm -hmm. at one time and everybody expecting their bags, that, that seems like a lot of time for you. Well, because we, because we, I, I don't know why, I, I say we a lot, but it's really I, but I know I'll have a team one day, mm -hmm. so I'm going to say we. <laughs> we, I mean, you have a time frame. Your bag is not just shipped out in two days. Got you. So there's a time frame in which producing the bag and shipping the bag. Now, once the brand grows, of course, we're going to have to regroup. I might have to hire artists and I'd be the principal artist, right. you know, and train people. I'm ready for that. Come on, God, give it to me. I'm Come ready. <laughs> so, but at this point, this is where we are. But once we, now you're putting something on my mind, I'm going to figure that out. It's, it's, yeah. it's my job to ask. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to figure that out. Now the, the thing about being a small brand and then when you grow and having a connection to your audience, not your audience, I don't like to say that, having a connection to your tribe, I call them set apart girls, having a connection to your tribe, you're able to be honest with them and tell the story, okay, y'all, we're growing, okay, we have to make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. I'm always honest with my people, always always on it so there might be a time where I have to be transparent and um, make some adjustments have you ever uh, you ever played cards you, you do you like playing cards I don't know no no not really I only know one game pity pack what game pity pack what is that you don't know pity pack I don't okay well what kind of card game is this Let's just use this. Okay. Um, pick one. Pick one. Read it out. How do you define success in your business and the role you play in the company? I define success by seeing the purpose of the business being pushed forward. Meaning, it's not just a purchase. 
you know, it's the it's seeing the set apart girls walking in their purpose. If they buy a bag or if they buy into what the brand means, I see them on IG walking it out. I see business owners, they connect into purpose over popularity or say plus savage, not your average church girl, more so connecting to what the brand means. That's what success is. Most people would probably say making a lot of money from it. But for me, I believe that will come. It's the meaning behind the brand. Now the role that I play in the company is being that of the example, walking and talking what I preach and what I display through the brand. Make sense? Make a lot of sense. All right, that's my answer. <laughs> oh, let me get a good one. Okay. If you could become an expert at marketing or sales, which one would you choose? I would say marketing because if you market correctly, then the sales will come. If you market correctly, the sales going to come. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because for me, sales is um, money driven, right? Of course. Marketing can be money driven too. It can. But the way I experience marketing or the way I view it is to tell the story or show. Um, because I don't think people don't buy stuff. Like, they're not just buying a bag. They can get a bag from anywhere, you know. Right. Um, it's the meaning behind the bag. It's, you know, if it's that young girl or whoever she in her 20s and it's like dang I could go go over here and do this and I can make a lot of money with it but I know that's not my calling so do the less popular thing but do it with purpose you know what I'm saying so mm -hmm. I would say marketing marketing yeah let's go one more now I want to know what yours your answer would be between marketing and sales if I could become an expert at marketing or sales which one would I choose I think I choose marketing as well. Yeah. Um, the reason being is because marketing is telling a story, and I like storytelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. I'm not no expert at marketing. I, I know very little about marketing right now, but for some reason, I like that side of things. Mm -hmm. I like that side of things. I would have to agree because I don't. I'm not a not a salesman. Like you said, why you didn't bring your books? Why you didn't? I'm not a, I'm not a salesman, but I know the reason why. I know that God is telling me to do it this way and show it and be able to say what it means and why. And I like fashion, and it just all comes together. So, it. I don't want to say that it's easier, but it's to me it's the more purpose behind the marketing than just the money. So everything is purpose to you? Oh, oh yes. This is purpose. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Everything happens for a reason. Um, everything has to be purpose-driven. I don't do everything. I don't sit down with everybody that I'm acts. Honored. Um, <laughs> I'm honored. I'm um, honored. So, yeah. Every, Tiffany, I'm honored. Oh, no. <laughs> for you to say that, I'm honored. <laughs> So, yeah, everything has to have purpose. We always should do whatever we're doing. We should do it 
with purpose. If there's not a purpose behind it, why are we doing it? That's a good question. Yeah. But we've all been there before, they're doing oh, stuff absolutely. with no purpose. So you can answer that question. Yeah. Why were you doing something at that period of time when there was no purpose behind it? I believe uh, sometimes you're trying to figure it out. Sometimes you don't know your name, meaning you can't go and do everything. But when you have that, that sense of knowing who you are, knowing whose you are, I can't walk in every room. I'm not meant to be in every room. I'm not meant to sit down with everybody, and I have to accept that. And how do you find out who you are? When you know whose you are, he reveals who you are to yourself. So you can't know who you are without knowing whose you are. That's right. Your, your identity is in him. Let me speak for myself. My identity is in him. So the more I seek him, the more I know me. Because I'm created in the likeness and the image of... Preach, girl. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Just say it. No, it's true. I agree well, with every yeah. word you're saying. Yeah. I agree mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of sales and marketing, okay. how do you... What's your marketing strategies? How do you market? How do I market? I constantly tell the story through IG. You know, we have so many creative ways. I have not tapped into TikTok. I just can't seem to put my tiptoe over there. And I know marketing is not everything with social media, right. but it's a lot of it. It really is. Um, we also have, through my website, I'm constantly reaching out through the subscribers and staying connected. It's really about staying connected. Subscribers, what do you mean? So, on the website, you have subscribers, or they subscribe to the website. Got so you. that's outside of IG. If IG go away tomorrow, I have that list of emails I'm still connected mm. to. So that's a big piece of it too. You know, sending out those campaigns or still telling the story through, you might send out a blog or, you know, whatever through email. So how do you get, how do you get people to subscribe? You ask. You just ask. Yeah. So. Like if you see me walking, you'd be like, hey, can you subscribe to me? No, of course not. No. So a lot of. What do you of mean, it, of course not? What's wrong with that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask. I would give the card and I would say, hey, check us out, you know. But a lot of it is through the social media. Hey, make sure you subscribe, notifications, you know, stay connected to the drops whatever, whatever, you ask or you, you know, there's a, um, there's a benefit in subscribing. There's a benefit in being connected outside of social media or, you know, wherever people are finding us, whether it be Facebook. So on the website, we kind of do ask because there's that little box that pops up. Hey, be a subscriber. And a lot of people will subscribe. So seem like and I may be wrong, mm -hmm. but it seems like a lot of your marketing is predicated around social media. It is. It is. Got you. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, how beneficial to the business is having an email list? Because even though people might find you on social media, they might not always be active. Right. So I can announce on social media, I can post and say, hey, the next drop is October 23rd. And if that person is fasting from IG, 
she hasn't seen it. Mm -hmm. So you have to send your subscribers the same announcement through your email list, you know, or through your, they call them campaigns. Right. So you have to send the campaign and stay connected that way because just because I'm on IG a lot and connecting with people, everybody else might not be. What, what, what platform do you use for your email marketing? I am, well, it's through my website. So we're through Wix, mm. through Wix. And mm -hmm. um, you, they could show you like who opened up the email? Oh yes, like all, all the analytics. analytics. Yeah, so we could see who opened, who clicked the links inside. Um, we could see where the location, you know, where people are, who visiting the website, all of that, all of the analytics are there to, to kind of see where the traffic is flowing from, who's opening what email, who clicked on the link to go inside the website from the email, even who clicked on IG to, and came over, or Facebook mm. and came over. Mm -hmm. You can see all of that. I've, I've heard, some, I was listening to an interview uh, a few days ago, and the guy said that he don't like to look at analytics. I don't either, but you have to. You have to know where you're, you have to know. The numbers matter. Where your the numbers numbers matter, but you have to know where your people are. You have to know. You have to know. So let's just say, I want to do a pop up shop. I'm probably going to go to Chicago. I have a lot of people in Chicago who have ordered from me or who come to the website. So you have to know where your people are. How did how did how did you gain that following or that tribe from Chicago? I, did you do you know anybody there personally? Did I you don't. Do any, it's no? IG. Every everything, a lot, a lot, a lot of it is from IG. It is. Yeah. I've I have used that platform. It is probably ninety five percent of where my business come from. I've done some pop up shops here and there, but a lot of it is from IG. And the reason being, you know, I still work a full-time job. I'm a mom. It just works. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to reach more people that way. What, um, so I'm guess I, I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that the goal is to one day step away from the full-time and oh, go yes. full-time here. Yes. That's, that's just my resource job. Got you. Mm -hmm. That's that's what pumps. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, how often do you view the analytics? Uh, once a week. Once a week? Mm-hmm. Got once you. Once a week. Once a week. Let's do one more. Okay. I'm going to go on this end. When was the last time you challenged yourself to something in business, took it seriously, and accomplished it? What was the challenge? <laughs> uh, I would have to say it was the bags. I'm still accomplishing it. I'll tell you why. Um, I was inspired by another artist. I'm not the only one painting on bags. I was inspired by another artist, and I was just like, I don't think I could do that. Now, I'm a great DIY girl, but I was like, I'm not an artist. So I hired someone to do it. I contracted someone to do it and they just could not keep up with the demand and I was like what am I gonna do and I literally 
had to learn and do it myself. And I was so scared. Scared of what? I don't know why I was so scared. Let's figure it out. I think it was because I didn't think I had the time to do it. And I didn't deem myself as being an artist. So how could I paint? How could I, you know? Um, do you deem yourself an artist now? No, I don't. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I don't for some reason. Um, yeah, but the last girl who I contracted, she was such a beautiful spirit. And she was like, I'm going to teach you. And I took classes with her and I, I honed in and I just was like, okay, I can do this. And it's like now the next drop that's coming up, it's a completely different bag. So I'll be painting on a completely different canvas. Um, and uh, this time I'm not scared. I'm excited to do something that's different. So I think that that's been, that was, that was a... For all the worship, for all the worship you say you do, yeah. you, you should know not to move in the spirit of fear. Well, here's the thing. It's not moving in fear. I think it was more so of Well, I'll take that back. I was scared, but I did it scared. I was scared. But Thank I, you for owning that. But I, I don't know if it's... It wasn't fear that paralyzed me, though. It was just a thing of, dang, can I really do it? And the moment I did it, the bags just went off. And I was able to tell a different story. And I was on IG painting the bags and... It was more of a connection with my tribe and the set apart girls and, you know, putting a face to who's painting on the bags instead of just showing hands. And so, yeah, it was fear. I didn't think that I could do it. Where, how, how did you overcome that fear? Um, I'm, I'm asking that because, and I guess it's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. How did you overcome that fear? Mm -hmm. And now what advice would you give to the next young lady or the next young man that they have this creative idea in their mind, mm -hmm. maybe something similar, maybe to do some painting, maybe it's painting on shoes, something mm -hmm. similar. What advice would you have for them? So that's a two-part question. I would say... Um, Start with the, how did you overcome the fear? How did I overcome the fear? I just dived in. I wasn't great at first. I had practice bags, um, but I kept kept practicing. I kept digging deeper. I kept, okay, I have to hold my hand like this. And I began to get more steady. And I'm like, okay, every bag doesn't have to look the same because every bag is, you know, it's custom. Right. It's like, okay, it doesn't, you want it to be perfect, but it's art. So it's like, okay, if that pea rises up just a little bit more, it's okay. Like it's custom to that person. So I, I had to release perfection and fear. Yeah. And you just keep, you practice. You practice over and over and over. If you want to be good at something, you have to research it. You have to dive into it. You, it, it has to, I don't want to say consume you, but you have to drown yourself into whatever it is that you want to be great at. That's consuming. Well, 
you know, well, go ahead, consume, <laughs> you know, but come up for air. <laughs> come up for air. <laughs> yeah. And the second part to the question? And what, what was the second part? What advice would you give to that young man or that young lady that's want to get into something similar? If you know in your heart that that is what, see, that's the thing. God already told me to do it myself the first time, but I seek somebody else to do it. He told me to paint on the bags the first time, but I didn't. And how do you know that's God talking to you? How do you know that? Because me and him like that. God talked to me. I know when God puts something in my spirit. How do you know what you're saying? Because you told me you was inspired by somebody else. I was so inspired. So how did you know? Mm-hmm. How you know was God telling you or not? Just the inspiration you said you seen from somebody so, else. From from her, I was like, oh man, that's so dope. But I couldn't. I'm not gonna say what her bags say. I just couldn't. I couldn't wear her bags. I was like, that's so dope. And I sat on it. And I didn't, you know, and then like a year later, it came to me. It was like, hey, that's what you need to do that next. I was like, well, how am I going to do that? I don't paint. I don't, you know, so it's not like I saw her and like, oh, let me run out and go get bags and start painting on them. It didn't happen like that. I saw her and then like a year later, it was like, okay, was that, should I, okay. And then I, I still didn't rush. I still was like. Why does it keep coming up in my spirit? Like, I prayed about it, and I was like, all right, Holy Spirit, I got you. And then I was still disobedient. And I went out, and I asked somebody else to do it, because I thought, oh, you can do it better than me, because I, I don't paint on bags. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. So, but the moment that I started to do the assignment that God gave me, the bags took off. I struggled. What's, what's your bit. definition of took off? People started to connect with them more. I could tell the story different on IG. I was connected to the bag. Because now it was you that's doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Got you. That's just my experience. And that might change as the brand grow. Other people might be painting on the bag, but it's still the same, still the same purpose behind it. And what's the advice? The advice. Because we keep running do off on scared. tangents. Do, do it scared. Do it scared. Mm-hmm. Do it scared. That seems so much easier said it than is, done. It is, but do it scared. If God tell you to do something, if he put it in your heart, do it. Research it. Do whatever it is that you need to do. But you wouldn't do that. So I did. You... After I'm t- That's why I got the advice. You told me it took you some time. It did. But still, do it scared. Do it scared. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that, but I had to circle back and do it. So that would be my advice. It's my job to challenge you. It's okay. I got to challenge you. No problem. I hear you. (laughs) And you're right. (laughs) And you're right. And he took me full circle back, and I had to do it scared, take classes, practice, 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 and now here we are. I am a sucker for fonts. Fonts? Yes. Really? I am, like... (laughs) <laughs> I could pick apart a font. Like, really? no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'll, I'll go through a thousand fonts before mm-hmm. I find one. Mm-hmm. So, why this and not like cursive or like some old English or some some stylish? Simple. Why this? Just simple, plain, simple. Did you simplicity? W- was that a process for you to go through choosing it, fonts? You have 
It's not a fun. It's a paintbrush that get it. Like I can't tell you what that fun is. It's a paintbrush. Mm. It's a certain, a certain number, a certain way the bristles are. Like, and it took me some time to get to that. <laughs> you don't know how many brushes I bought. You have no idea. You have no idea how many brushes I bought. Stressful. Um, I don't want to say it was stressful. I just, I just. One, it's almost like your favorite pen. I'm a pen junkie. One, it's like your favorite pen or a calligrapher, like what, what they like to write with. So it didn't, some of the brushes didn't feel right in my hand or I couldn't, you know, it, it wasn't swinging right. or with just, the, just had to find that one that yeah, worked for you. Yeah, you had to find that one. And what you, what you like to look at. I thought that was, it was something about the simplicity of it, like... I just went with that one. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Talk to me about the, the, the process from start to finish. Like, someone order a bag. Mm -hmm. What happens next? Um, they order a bag. I get the order. Um, so there's a whole process. You have to strip the bag. Um, then what does that mean, strip the strip bag? Strip it. So when you have leather, there it's processed. So you have to strip the the um, how could I, the seal on it, the seal on it that protects the leather, the seal, and how do you strip that? Use a certain product. Mm. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> it seems like I'm digging in, and oh, it's, it's like, okay. and it's like these are like your, your your secrets to what you do. Oh well, it's and not it's a like, secret. Anybody can get it. Got you. But I'm not gonna give it to you. Got you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I had I got it from somewhere. Yeah, I got it from somewhere. But there, there is a certain product where you can strip leather and then you paint and then you seal it back. So. With the same product? Oh, no, no, because no, the one product removes the seal. Right. Got you, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you paint and then you seal, mm. reseal. And then we, uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, a drying process to let everything sit. So when you, when you reseal it, do you reseal the whole side the bag was on? The entire or the bag. the entire bag? Mm -hmm. The entire mm. bag. Because you don't want one side looking different than the Got other you. side. So now we seal the entire bag. Yeah. Got you. Mm -hmm. uh, how long does that process take, like, from, from the time you start working on it till it's complete? Uh, maybe two to three days. Mm -hmm. And this bag here, how, how much is this bag? This bag? Uh, if somebody wanted to go order this right now, how much is it about? I think this one is Don't three. tell me what you think. No, no, no. Because, you because know what the price I have is. a lot. I have a you know lot of products. <laughs> but you know what the price is, though. I have a lot of products. This bag, I believe, is three twenty-five. Gotcha. I have. I have a lot of products. We have three different sizes, so I cannot remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I believe it's like three twenty-five. Three twenty-five. <laughs> yes. How, how did you come up with that number? Um, products, time. Is, the, is that number more so product or more so time? Because um, I've heard someone say that my prices is my prices not on the service, but the time and my knowledge behind it. That too. It's all of it. It's all of it. Um, of course, we are, we have a product, but then you have someone, it's also custom. It's 
painting. It's, you can't just go and purchase it out of a department store. So it's all of it. I'm glad you said department store. So your business model now is B2C. Do you ever plan to go B2B? No, not yet. I haven't got there yet. I know you haven't, but is that something you, you, you thought about doing one day? Like having it in department stores? No. Going to businesses? No? No. Maybe, maybe... Because um, I could see this sitting on the shelf. Maybe on a, on a, maybe a boutique store or, you know, but I don't, I don't know if it would be a Macy's or something like that. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, um, and I don't want to, like, close in on my business or anything, but I think it's something... It's nothing wrong with online. Like, a lot of people are shopping online. Like, I can't tell you the last time I went into a store to buy something. So, I don't mind it that way. I actually like it that way. But then you have, I also like the thought of doing pop-ups in other popular stores and can partner with different people and be able to meet the person that's buying your handbag. So, mm. I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking for- one day this brand is going to get so big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping. Don't hope. Yeah. What is hope? What is hope? Yeah, what is that? that? No, that's a serious question. Really? Yeah, what is hope? What is faith? I thought faith is the opposite of hope. Really? I, I, I feel like hope is you're not sure. Like, oh, I, I hope I get better. Oh, no, I don't I view hope, hope like better. that. No, not at all. I could see why. I could see why you would say that, but... You have to have hope in things. Like, you have to have hope in life. Like, you have to... Hope is like you're looking forward to, to me. That's the way I view it. I thought that would be faith. That's faith, too. That's why, actually, what faith is. It's, it's, it all lines up together So hope to and me. faith is the same? Yeah, and then you got to work in the middle so they can come together. Because first, faith without works is dead. So you could hope for something, but you have to do your part. And I believe God will do His. Okay. So I, that's, I mean, but that was, I can see how you view it that way though. But I think it's a person's overall attitude behind something. But I can see how if I said, oh, I hope I do this. Well, let me say it like this. No, I know it will be. That's all I wanted to hear. Got you. Mm-hmm. I know it will be. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good uh, challenger. <laughs> That's my job. Okay, I got it. That's my job. And, and I'm leaning more into that because for people that's in business, mm-hmm. it's people out here that want to get into business, right? They mm-hmm. don't know how to start, where to go, who to reach out to. But if I'm interviewing business owners, mm-hmm. I want to challenge you to the core mm-hmm. to see if you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because my audience, they are trusting me to deliver valuable information. Mm-hmm. So if you come on this platform, I'm challenging you. And let me let me say this. That's a great that's a great way to approach it. But I'll say this, I don't know everything. And that's okay. I don't know everything nor do I come from a lineage lineage of business owners. So me becoming a business owner has literally been like I'm in school all over again and it's a learning process and you fail and you have to pick up the pieces but you learn the lesson on the way so thank you for the challenge because you're, you're definitely provoking thought and, <laughs> definitely I can rock with that I can mm-hmm. rock with the person that could stand here and say hey 
I don't know it all. Mm -hmm. And that's why I look at things every week because I don't trust myself not to look at it every week. I don't trust my, because it's almost like you have people, that's their job all day long. Well, I'm the creator, I'm the, I'm all the things to this business. So you have to do it all the time until you get in, okay, well, that's what this is, okay, and this is how we do this. It's, all, it's the habit of doing it. Do you think I knew what analytics was when I first started this? No. I didn't even know how to even go on IG and look to see what people were looking at my post. Hmm. I wasn't on IG like that before I started this business. There you go. Yeah, I'm playing with those. <laughs> I wasn't on IG before that. So, yeah, you have to... You have to get yourself in the mindset and just learn. Like you said, somebody asked me, because like, where are your people at? I was like, I don't know. How I find that out? And they had to show me. So you fail, but you learn. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of failing in business. A lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. um, something you said just now that I, I, I want to touch on. Uh, I can't remember. It's something you said that I really wanted to touch on just now. But before... I, it's going to come back, mm -hmm. but I need to ask you one more of these. Let's see. Can you describe a time when you had to pivot your business strategy and what led to that decision? Pivot my business strategy. I don't know if it was a pivot or if someone, I just woke up, well, no, I didn't wake up one day. So I used to just be on IG. I wasn't using my email campaign, the subscribers. Like I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do with any of those things. And I was like, okay, why is it like I'm not, the sales had dropped. I was like, why am I not, I'm not connecting or why, you know, what's all this thing? And that's when I began to look at the analytics that's when I began to see where the people were. And it was like, if IG, I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of months ago, IG shut down. There yeah. was no IG for a day. And it's mm -hmm. like, how am I gonna get to my people? And right then and there, I was like, this email list, why am I not using that? That's just as important for the marketing piece and to connect to the people. So that was the pivot. That was the pivot. That was the pivot. What led to that pivot was IG shutting down. Yes, because I thought that was how I connected with my people. And it was like, no. And then when I, when I started to view the analytics and I started to see how many people had subscribed to my site, I had abandoned them, connecting to them that way. So, yeah. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. It's crazy how sometimes something has to happen mm -hmm. for us to pivot or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, for sure. Nine times out of 10, something always happens for you to pivot. True, true. It shouldn't have to be that way, but nine true. times out of 10, it's, true. it's that way. Because so, you have to view things differently. Right. Mm -hmm. Where do you plan on taking this? Like, how far do you see yourself taking this? How far do I see myself taking this? What's the end goal? Is there an end goal? Some people, my goal, some people is, well, the, the end goal could be, hey, I want to exit one day, sell a company. The end goal could be, hey, I, I want to pass it down to the kids. You know, I don't, I don't have that. Um, 
It's fair to say I don't know what the end goal is. It's like I'm on assignment and I'm connecting with young women, letting them know or showing them that being set apart and being a Christian and a godly person in this world doesn't have to look a certain way or, you know, all of all of the things that people will say to you, like you are just who you are and walk in purpose. Do be saved plus savage. Like it's cool. You don't have to talk a certain way. You don't have to be a certain way. God know your heart. That's or, one of your bags, right? Yes. <laughs> save so, plus savage. Save plus savage. So I, it's it's more just the the purpose and the assignment that he has me on to connect to the to the to the women because that's my audience to the women and and the purpose behind everything that we do. You don't you don't market the men? No. And I'm asking because <laughs> a man can see this bag and be like, "You know, I need to get that for my girl." I've had I've had men do that. But if I if I if he see that and he sees it for his woman, I'm still marketing to his woman and not Got him. You. I don't have I had unisex uh, T-shirts, and sometimes we would drop things as seasonal, or like the hoodies might be coming out. Um, when it, I mean, some places it's fall now, but here it's not. But um, yeah, no, it's it's my set apart girls. You set Why set apart? So set apart. We're set apart for God. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. That's simple. I like that. So. I like that. That's that's my tribe, the set apart girls. The set apart girls. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um. A couple things. I I seen you. Uh, I think I seen a video of your son helping you do a bag. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm painting, and he is. He likes to come in there, and he'll paint like on his toys and mm, stuff. Okay, but yeah, okay, he's okay. he's often with me. Yeah. The reason I asked is I was like, I wonder if she's teaching him now, teaching him mm-hmm. the business now. Like, okay, oh, son, no. this is how we doing things. No, he likes to come in and paint on his toys. Got you. So, uh, yeah, he's he's in the room with me while I'm painting got a you. lot of the time. Got you, got mm-hmm. you, got you. Well, I feel like this was a, it was a well-rounded conversation. Yes, thank you for um, having me. No problem. Um, one last question before we get up out of here. Uh, I went to a networking event in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I stayed at an Airbnb, and I had the pleasure of meeting the owner of the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And we sat down, have a conversation just like how me and you are. And uh, I told him about my podcast and stuff like that. And the next morning, he brought me a sheet of paper. And just with different ideas I can add to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing that stuck out to me. and. This segment of the podcast is forever dedicated to him. Okay. And the question it had on there is said, it said, the world is listening. Mm-hmm. If it's one piece, of, if it, if it's one piece of advice you can give to humanity, what would it be? And I want to pose that question to you. If it's one piece of advice you can give to humanity, what would it be? Walk in love. Walk in love. Love wins. Always. That's what I would say. Well, we couldn't close out no better than that. (laughs)
Let everybody know how they can find you, how they can connect with you. I am on IG at iHomeNose and um, www.ihomenose.com and also my personal page, Tiffany Walton 12 on IG. One more question, because yes. you, you just remind me to ask the question. Are you building a personal brand or a fake? No, no, I don't have a personal brand, but a, a, a lot of my, they count across. Like I walk home now, it's like that's my life. So, that's why I ask. Yeah, like, no. I'm, like you told me, like, can you bring one of the bags? Oh, I was wearing one of the bags anyway. <laughs> I'm a walking, I'm a right. walking home knows person. So, Got you. Yeah, no, I'm not building a uh, personal brand, but um, it's my life. It's what I do. So a lot of the stuff that you see on who knows, I'm over there on my personal brand, and I collab a lot too. Got you. Yeah. Okay. With myself. Got you. <laughs> Other than that, thank you for your time. Thank you I for really having appreciate me. It. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Other than that, we up out of here. All right. Peace.